Welcome to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations, a podcast exploring the cool Christian girl's guide to living in America. I'm your girl, April Davenport. I'll reveal to you a little personal testimony while merging ministry, education, and real life. We will also discuss current events with relevant figures of our time. It is the perfect blend of headline news, black girl magic, and of course, Jesus juice. Come with me on a journey you won't soon forget. So stay tuned, don't change the channel, and let's take a ride. to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. I'm your host, April Davenport. Well, I don't know what the weather is doing where you live, but the pavement is steaming up in Hotlanta. The way people are outside right now, you would think the world, and especially America, has been an asylum for years instead of just one year. However, I guess no one is missing out on anything this summer. I'm super excited because tomorrow my younger cousin by formality, but actually my little sister niece, my hey girl, hey by relationship is getting married tomorrow. I love weddings. And when you love the people getting married, it makes the wedding so much better. It's going to be an awesome family affair. And let's pray that the weather holds out, you know, meaning no rain, that it's not scorching, that we just don't fall out, but that everything is beautiful. And we are just so excited for Tia and Malcolm as they begin their new lives together. So tune into my IG for all of the great details. We are definitely praying for the wedding, but even more so for the union. So June is always a big month for my family. This year, it will be bittersweet as we continue to tackle all of these firsts without my sister, but nevertheless, we continue to press relying on the supernatural strength of God. However, the Lord strategically ordered the paths of my mom and dad because he knew that they were just destined to be together. My mom's birthday is June 12th. My dad's birthday, June 19th. And they got married right in the middle of those dates on June 16th. And then Father's Day is followed up with that at the end of the week on June 20th. It's a month of celebration. And while we might shed some tears, we will always thank the Lord for life and for love. But some might say that June signals somewhat of a hot girl summer because photos require cute outfits and cute outfits require cute bodies. Let me just go on record here that I do not listen to Meg the Stallion. This show is not about why I don't listen to her music. I'm just saying I'm not about to quote any explicit lyrics from the song on this show. The only reason, only reason I know anything about a hot girl summer is because pre-pandemic, I went to a pool party and my friend wanted me to take a picture. And she said, come on, April, it's a hot girl summer. And I said, it's hot. 
I'm a girl, and yes, it's summer. But I took the photo with my cover-up on, and that was the extent of that. The title of the song is cute, but unfortunately, you know, people pick up on phrasing, and to me, the actual song is just way too much for my church girl ears. But again, I'm not here to debate the music. I'm here because when I think of what a hot girl summer represents, I know that so many of our girls still struggle with body image. The internet has only ruined that struggle. The number of apps that allow people to filter their picture before posting is absolutely ridiculous. And the number of young girls that actually use the apps, even more alarming. It's been said that almost 50% of girls use filters on their pictures when posting on social media. If I don't like a picture, I'm just not posting. Is that an option? However, so many girls, young women, and fully grown women continue to suffer with body image issues. We have an idea of what we should look like, what we want to look like, or what we must look like. And if we look at a photo or if we look in a mirror and we don't fit the bill of either of those categories, then the photo must be altered to fit the category. This is a huge problem. Not only is it a problem, it has overtaken our society because there continues to be an expectation that females should show their body as if it needs inspection. The front cover of magazines continue to exploit the female body as if it is a structure to be examined. Even though there have been many campaigns to purport positive body image among men and women, almost 50% of women have reported to having negative self-awareness of themselves. And the obsession with looks has reached a new peak in our society. It has affected not just our physical health, but our emotional health and our mental health. As we look toward what we hope to be a safe and fun summer, no matter what that looks like, I think it's important that we think about who we are as a total person so that we can be not just hot girls, but the best girls, the best women, the best men, and the best people that we can be. If we examine our physical health, I'll be the first person to tell you that working out is just not my thing. I don't like to sweat, so you won't see me at the gym at 5 a.m. I'm the least likely to lift weights and running no. However, I do believe it's important to take care of our temple. So I do my best to honor what the Lord has given me. If there is a such thing as a certified walker, then hey, that's me. I can walk from here to New York. I started walking when I was in college as a way to clear my mind. And I would walk around Notre Dame's campus for hours. I then realized how good it was for my cardio health and I maintained the practice. I try to walk five miles daily and when I miss those days, my body craves the physical practice. However, it's not just about the physical exertion, it's about the stillness, even though I'm moving, and the time I'm allowed to become one with nature and one with God. Now, I know I just said I'm not a runner, but I do actually want to run a marathon one day. So I'm going to have to transfer some of those walking miles into running miles. So if any of you running buffs out there want to send me some tips, I'm all ears. 
But I encourage you to find what works for you. What works for someone else might not work for you, and that's okay. You don't have to be Hulk Hogan or Flojo or Serena to be in tune with your physical health. You just need to know your body, and when you know your body, you'll be able to honor your body. The body speaks to the mind, and we've discussed our mental health before, but I think it bears repeating, yet in a different way. It's so important that we guard our eyes and our ears. These gateways are the entry points for our mind, and what goes into them are the direct links to what gets stored into the mind. What is stored in the mind affects our mental health. It's so easy to get distracted and confused when there's so much noise in our lives. We must be very careful what gets our attention. If it's not for us, then it shouldn't reside in us. If it's damaging who we are or a belief of whose we are, then we need to reevaluate if it should hold place in our life. This could be what we're reading, what we're watching, what we're hearing, or who gets to take up space in our life. The mind controls so much of what happens in our body. And if our mind is stressed, we begin to feel the effects in our body. And just as the mind and the body are connected, so is the spirit. And the health of our spirit truly determines every season of our life, not just the summer. How we care for our souls ultimately decide how this journey of life will be paved. So many times we get caught up worried about the destination when God already tells us he knows our end from our beginning. We should be concerned with the journey. The world preaches self-care, but I'm more concerned with soul care. If you honor your spirit, God will take care of you. Do I love being pampered? Yes. Do I love to read? Sure. Do I believe in carving out time where it's just me and God? Absolutely. But I don't do that simply for myself. I do that to honor my relationship with Jesus because I know that anything I do to honor him will always benefit me. If you want to have the summer of a lifetime, then you need to focus on being the absolute best person you can be. I'm not saying don't wear a fly outfit don't go to the barbecue, or don't go on family vacation. Do all of those things, but work on you because summer ends, and when it does, you want to have more than a song or a photo to show for it. You want to make sure that you use every season and every day that God gives you to the best of your ability. Some days you'll work at it and other days you'll rest, but every day that you try is a day well spent. So have your hot girl summer, your fly guy summer, or for me, it's simply a fresh start summer, but do it all in Jesus's name. So as we think about summer, I want to encourage you to add reading to your summer agenda. Reading opens up a world of possibilities at any age and it expands your brain power. When you know how to read, and I don't mean just the ability, you can teach yourself how to do anything. If you fully comprehend things, then no one can take away your ability to learn new things. In case you're wondering what to read, here are 20 of my top reads that are sure to keep you engaged all summer long. You don't have to read all 20, but pick up one or two. Number one, the Holy Bible. Number two, my book, Jesus, Every Day, A Fresh Start. Number three, a book I co-wrote with my best friend, Stationary Cat. Number four, 
The Color Purple by Alice Walker. Number five, I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings by Maya Angelou. Number six, Invisible Man by Ralph Ellison. Number seven, Black Boy by Richard White. Number eight, Playing in the Dark by Toni Morrison. Number nine, Their Eyes Were Watching God by Zora Neale Hurston. Number 10, Things Fall Apart by Chinua Achebe. Number 11, Becoming by Michelle Obama. Number 12, A Promised Land by President Barack Obama. Number 13, Between the World and Me by Ta-Nehisi Coates. Number 14, Incidents in the Life of a Slave Girl by Harriet Jacobs. Number 15, The Souls of Black Folk by W.E.B. Du Bois. Number 16, Narrative of the Life of Frederick Douglass, an American Slave by himself. Number 17, The Interesting Narrative of the Life of Alado Equiano by himself. Number 18, The Autobiography of Malcolm X by Malcolm X. Number 19, Go Tell It on the Mountain by James Baldwin. And number 20, A Raisin in the Sun by Lorraine Hansberry. For even more suggestions, check out my social media, but pick up a book and make it a reading summer. And on the ASD ministry side, we provide summer reading for kids. So if you're interested in donating a book for a child, please visit our social media page for more details on our Lunch and Learn program. We'd certainly love to partner with you. No matter what you do, it's going to be a great summer because we are going to be with you all summer long. But if you put forth your best effort, we believe you'll be happy with the results. And don't forget to share it with us because we want to celebrate every fresh start with you. So let's do this together. I hope that you'll stay in tune with us all season long because again, it's going to be a great season three and we hope that you'll have a fresh start summer. Before you go, I'd like to pray with you. God, thank you so much for the people in my army. Protect them all summer long and every season that you have for them in their life. I'm so glad that you're here with me. Make sure that you're connected with me on all social media fronts because I'd love to learn just as much about you as you're learning about me. I can't wait to see you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. We are just getting started, so make sure to connect with me on social at AS Davenport and at Fresh Start Fridays. For more information on the podcast, please visit www.asdministries.org. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show and be a part of April's Army. Remember, any time is a good time to confess the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, live by your own personal convictions, and it's always a great time to have a good conversation. I'm your girl, April Davenport. See you next time.